welcome everyone to The Enthusiast Life, brought to you by GamerGoo. My name is Mark Turcotte. I'm so glad each and every one of you have decided to make me a part of your day. Well, my friends, it is October 12th, 2020. It is Monday. I am back from the mountains. I am back here in the Carolinas. We are in pretty much mid-October, if you want to say, and it is Halloween season here in full effect, and we have been watching all kinds of Halloween-themed stuff here around our house. We did our yearly Hocus Pocus viewing last night with the kids. We watch that every single year, and who am I kidding? We don't watch that every year. We probably watch that about every two or three months, but this was the official October Halloween viewing. We love that movie. We absolutely love Hocus Pocus. I don't know if you've ever watched it before. If you haven't, Go watch it. It's up on Disney+. Plus. It is just like one of our favorite Disney movies. I mean, I would say it's a cult classic, but the way Disney has, embracing it, has been embracing it here over the last, uh, I'm going to say five or six years, it's been pretty awesome to see. Every time we go to Disney for the big Halloween uh, event that they have, they always have all kinds of Hocus Pocus t-shirts. They even have a Hoc- the Hocus Pocus themed uh, big show they do at that event too with the Sanderson sisters. It's great. Great movie. It's on Disney+. Plus. Go watch it with the family. I mean, Bette Midler is just incredible in that movie. I, I, I'm gonna, you know what I'm gonna say? It's Bette Midler's best role ever. Yes, there you go. I said it. Uh, also, we've been watching a lot of The Simpsons, Treehouse of Horrors. Those are all up on on Disney Plus. I mean, I've even been kind of watching some of them on the channel Freeform, and FX has been showing them. But uh, last night, before we watched that, we were watching a bunch of those. Uh, you know, my kids, we've watched The Simpsons before with them. But it just seems like now that they're a little bit older, maybe it's a little bit more appropriate because, believe it or not, there is actually some moments. I mean, I think back to when I was a kid and people will be like, oh, The Simpsons will rot your brain. You shouldn't be watching The Simpsons. And as a parent now, you know, right now, no, because again, being 14 and 11, it's fine. But when they were like, you know, five and eight, yeah, there were definitely some things in The Simpsons they should not be watching. But uh, now, totally good to go. And yeah, the Treehouse of Horror still are my favorite. I think I'm going to probably try to watch through all of them this month before Halloween comes and goes. Which unfortunately then, that means we didn't we didn't get a lot to watch. Like the things that I really wanted to watch. Like I wanted to watch Bly Manor. Totally missed out this weekend because we literally came home and have just been doing things, watching things with the kids every single night. Um, so I've yet to watch any episode of Bly Manor, which uh, is kind of unfortunate. I was really wanting to jump into that. But hey, you know, it's all right. Spending time with the kids. That's what it's all about, right? Being a dad, being a family man. But uh, welcome here to the show, guys. Uh, quick little housekeeping here. Don't forget you can follow me on Twitter at Mark Turk, M-A-R-K-T-U-R-C. And of course, you can always email the show at theenthuselife at gmail.com. I want to kick it off today with just uh, one quick video game story here because we got a lot of things happening at uh, from the virtual New York City Comic Con. We got a lot of stuff that was kind of uh, announced that I want to get to, some very exciting things. Uh, but this quick video game story is the game Crucible. If you remember, this was Amazon's um, MOBA slash shooter, like their competitive shooter that they put out. And uh, I remember talking about it here on the show and being somewhat excited for it. You know, I was hoping that this was going to kind of be maybe a mix between Overwatch and Paragon for me. Maybe it might be this uh, very neat competitive game. And, And at launch, I was playing it. It was on PC only at the time. I think it's still kind of, I don't think they ever brought it anywhere else. Uh, at launch, it was a bit buggy. Uh, the frame rate was kind of garbage. Um, and it definitely had potential. The characters all had character, I guess is the right way to say it. They were all very unique. Different abilities all had their own role within each match. But I think what really held it back was the map was very odd. 
the um the gameplay like the the actual modes that they had were almost too different for I think what people were really used to which is kind of weird you know you want a game to kind of stand out and be its own thing and you don't want it just to be the typical three lane MOBA map which you know again this wasn't just a straight MOBA um but you know I think games that kind of at least base themselves in rules that people are used to then they can adapt to it a little bit more like you know I think about like um Overwatch Overwatch the game mode there and where you're kind of you know the tip the basic there's there's basically two game modes that you play over and over in that game is there's either the control point where you're just controlling a point people know what to do in that place there's also the mode where like one team is pushing forward really the front line which in the end always ends up being like a vehicle of some kind and as long as your team is standing near it it keeps moving forward if the enemy team is near it it stops and you battle it out and you are constantly pushing it forward to an end point People know that game mode from other games, and so they were able to adapt to uh, Overwatch fairly easy because the map wasn't confusing. It was literally just like a one-lane map, and you're just battling through there. And then at this point, then you're focusing on the characters and not having to really learn the map so much. Crucible's problem was that there was so much happening. The map was massive. I mean, there would be moments you would never see in another person. There was all kinds of verticality to it. Um, I think ultimately that's kind of what turn people off initially and then because people just left initially there was no player base to really learn the game and so whenever you were a new player trying to come in you were always just just falling out I mean the game was released on May 20th it was pretty much pulled down the beginning of July and it's been running kind of in a closed beta since then and now they've said that on November 9th they're shutting the game down that it's going away um, so, you know, as a Paragon player, I know what that feels like. One cool thing that Amazon is doing is any money that people spent in the game, they are going to refund. Uh, it doesn't say how, I mean, I would assume there's going to kind of probably give you Amazon credit for it. Um, where, uh, Epic with Paragon literally just sent money to my PayPal account. Uh, but you know, the plus side, they are doing the refunds they are doing right by the players. Good for them for doing that. I mean, it's unfortunate for those that really kind of invested themselves in this game and were really enjoying the game. Again, I know what that feels like as a player of Paragon when that does happen. Um, but it's probably for the better, right? If there is no no chance that the game is really going to succeed, your player base is already dwindling. Because remember, being that it is a competitive game when the player base dwindles that means when even those who are dedicated to the game try to get into play and you go to matchmake there's nobody to matchmake against and you're going to sit in a queue for 20 30 minutes i mean that's not an experience <clears throat> that anybody wants right so again it's sad you know my, my heart goes out to the team but they said the team now is transitioning over to new world their mmo so hopefully that transition plus the delay of new world to next year will make new world a better game and uh, at least make uh, Amazon Game Studios have a successful product uh, through that. So we shall see. Now let's shift gears over to some movie news. And guys, this this news completely blew my mind when I saw this. So we had the word that Jamie Foxx was coming back as Electro in Spider-Man, the new Spider-Man, Spider-Man Three. We're gonna call it for uh, you know for all intents and purposes, Spider-Man Three. Jamie Foxx coming back. We learned Benedict Cumberbatch is coming in as Doctor Strange. Now, what does that mean? I mean, you know, you think about it, okay, yeah, he's been on screen before with, with the MCU, Peter Parker, and Spider-Man. Yeah, that makes sense. But here's the interesting part. Remember, the new Doctor Strange movie is called Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. 
We know J.K. Simmons is coming in as J. Jonah Jameson. He's from the old Spider-Man movies, right? Then we have Electro from, I'm going to call him, the middle Spider-Man movies. Right there shows there's a multiverse happening here, people. And Doctor Strange is going to be at the heart of all of this in the Spider-Man movie. So, where our thoughts and dreams have been going, where we may potentially get like all the Spider-Man coming together with a Spider-Verse somehow happening at some point in Spider-Man. Guys... Like this, he's the link. Doctor Strange is the link to our Spider Verse. It's happening. Like I don't, I don't care what anybody says. It's happening. Like we're getting that now. Are we gonna get a Tobey Maguire? Are we gonna get an Andrew Garfield? That I don't know. That I don't know. But I know we're gonna get a link to those Spider Man movies. And I mean, could you even imagine? Do we? I already saw like D'Onofrio was already on Twitter saying like. I want to be in it. Bring Kingpin in. Like, could we get like another multiverse potentially coming into the mix? Maybe that's where Venom comes in. Maybe, you know, I mean, my mind this week has just been going crazy at what a Doctor Strange means to this Spider-Man movie. Like, it is incredible, I think. Now, is is that all going to come true? Maybe not, but all signs are pointing to that. And I can't get beyond just what that means. So, no comment yet. I mean, the, the article, the I think, originally broke over on Hollywood Reporter. I think that was the same website that did the uh, the Jamie Foxx news. They're saying that he's going to kind of play that mentor role, kind of be the the uh, Iron Man, the Robert Downey role, kind of in that, which would make sense. But, again, what Doctor Strange has done in the past here with the multiverse, with the time traveling, all of that, we know it exists. They've established that in the endgame. Sky's the limit here, man. So... I can't wait to see what is going to happen with this. And then actually it was funny. They, they posted this over up in our um, our Discord, but there's a funny video somebody took of the PlayStation 4 Spider-Man and they put like Tobey Maguire's face in there and stuff. It, it's funny. Go watch it. Go search it out. It's a great video. Um, it's uh, pretty neat. Just to show what like, you know, a multiverse of Spider-Man would, would kind of look like. Um, speaking of the MCU, Disney Plus now. So we're officially a year into Disney Plus, which I think is, uh, or um, are we a year? Maybe it's November. Almost a year into Disney Plus. And, uh, you know, we've had some neat additions kind of coming to it. And uh, we honestly, I don't want to say I use it every day or hell. I'm not even going to say I use it every week. But I, I actually do use Disney Plus a lot. Half the time it's just to watch like scenes from MCU movies or Star Wars movies. That's just kind of my thing. Uh, or random Simpsons episodes usually is what kind of what I'm using it for. Uh, but they've gone into the MCU section and they've now kind of categorized it. Uh, in a good way. So phase one, phase two, phase three, and they're listed chronologically. Before, it was just kind of like, hey, here's a bunch of Marvel movies we're going to throw at you, and you didn't know what any of them, you know, if you weren't an MCU fan, you didn't know what order they came out in, you didn't know what to watch first. They're now all in there, nicely organized, at least the ones that are there, because of course we are still missing some, um, which is great. I think it's good they're doing that way so people can watch it. They've also created a section called Marvel Legacy Movies. This is how they're handling like the X-Men movies because now all the uh, Fox X-Men movies are on there as well. Also the Fantastic Four movies, those are in there. So that's kind of cool. You can go in there and kind of see those uh, that way. I think that was kind of a neat way um, for them to handle that. Uh, they also have in there the Marvel Legacy animated shows. So um, that's kind of neat too. So you can kind of see the old Spider-Man shows and X-Men and all of that. So if you're a Marvel fan... They've finally done right by us now. You can go into Disney Plus and kind of see those things uh, the right way. I think that's um, 
kind of neat that they're they're doing that now. Now let's take a minute here before we move on and talk about some of the good things coming out of New York City Comic Con. And let's talk about our good friends over at GamerGoo. That's right, GamerGoo continuing to support the show. Thank you so much for GamerGoo for doing that. Remember, GamerGoo is an anti-perspirant for your hands. You put this on, it lasts up to four hours. So if you've been doing some of those uh, Star Wars Squadrons matches and your hands are getting all sweaty or you're in those very intense Super Mario Brothers 35 matches, or hell, maybe you played the Call of Duty Cold War beta this weekend, which was an open beta on PS4. It's going to be an open beta this upcoming weekend. Make sure you get in there and check it out. If your hands are all sweaty, GamerGoo's got you covered. All you got to do to get all the info, go to GamerGoo.com. You can check out all the different scents they have over there. They have peppermint, orange, cinnamon, vanilla sugar, cherry blossom, and my personal favorite, the teakwood. Now, they got a good deal going on right now. It's actually only till the end of the day today here on October 12th. If you get GamerGoo through Amazon, that's right, you can get GamerGoo through Amazon you actually get a $10 voucher for Prime Day, which begins tomorrow. So be sure to head over there, Amazon.com. Get your GamerGoo there. Get your $10 Prime card. But if you're past the 12th, go to GamerGoo.com. Use my promo code TEL, T-E-L. Save yourself 10% off your order. And uh, be sure if you do get some GamerGoo, regardless, whether you get it through GamerGoo.com or through Amazon.com, go to Twitter, use the hashtag, yeah, go in it, and let them know that we sent you, because we love to know uh, that you're getting some GamerGoo. So again, go to GamerGoo.com, check out all the scents over there, and uh, like I've said before, I highly recommend this. I mean, we just had a moment in my house where we needed to use it when we were playing Super Mario Brothers 35, because man, yeah, very intense game, very rough game. And I made my wife and daughter, well, not my wife because she only played like one or two runs, but made my daughter put on the Gamer Goo because that controller was getting damn near sweaty. So we needed some Gamer Goo on to get us through that. So again, big thanks to Gamer Goo for continuing to support the show. You can find the link and my promo code down in the show notes below. Uh, so let's keep talking about some of this stuff coming out of uh, New York City Comic Con. This one, I, you know, I actually had forgotten that this was actually in the works, but they put out a little teaser for it. And that is Pat Oswalt is writing a MODOK series. Yes, that that MODOK is what I'm basically going to say. So MODOK from the Marvel Universe, MODOK that was the villain of Marvel's Avengers here. So if people didn't know who MODOK was and you played Marvel's Marvel's Avengers, now you know, right? Because he is the villain. MODOK getting a lot of love here over the last uh, couple of months, which is kind of crazy. Uh, there's going to be a MODOK animated series on Hulu. Now, we knew it was going to be animated, but they're actually going the route of Robot Chicken, kind of stop motion and uh, it looks like it's going to be great. It's kind of described as uh, one of the Oswald and the co-creator, Jordan Bum. This is what he had to say. He said, he's a supervillain who hates the Marvel heroes, but hates all the other villains as well. He's not even D-level. He's G. It's just a double-barrel resentment in every single episode. And here's how Blum described MODOK. He said, MODOK is hellbent on taking over the world with science, with his evil organization AIM. And in our show, MODOK has spent years trying to do this but he's run the evil organization into the ground. Now, we got a quick glimpse into uh, MODOK in this episode, and you have his wife basically saying, like, hey, I'm working now. It's fine. Like, just ditch aim. Like, we don't need it anymore. It's, it's all good. And just kind of see MODOK with a family life. He has, like, one kid that looks to be normal. He's got a daughter that's just like him, the floating head. Like, it just looks like it's going to be silly, over-the-top fun just to be clear, it does not take place in the MCU, which I don't think needs to be stated, but they did state that it is not part of that um, 
but I love it. I think it's great. I think it's going to be really cool. Uh, I don't think they gave a date yet, but it is again coming to Hulu. It's not going to be on Disney Plus. Uh, it is going to be a Hulu show, but I think that's great. Uh, let's see another show that we did get some confirmation on. And I think this has been kind of in the in the works for over a year now, kind of rumored. Uh, but HBO Max is officially getting a Green Lantern show. Uh, they gave it a ten episode run. Each episode running for about an hour. Uh, which is awesome. I think, you know, Green Lantern is one of those characters that I'm just going to be honest, I don't really know enough about. Uh, only time I've ever really seen Green Lantern is, you know, any kind of like Justice League that I've watched. I never even watched the Ryan Reynolds movie because I, I, I just wouldn't have gone to the theater to see that, just not really being a big DC guy. And then after I just heard about how terrible it was, I just never watched it. Um, and so I don't really know enough about it. So I think bringing him to a show, I think is going to be great. Um, you know, you know, it's going to give a lot more screen time to the character for people like myself who don't know the character. Uh, I guess a lot of the writers that is being co-written by Seth Graham Smith and Mark Guggenheim, who I guess Guggenheim has been, um, on a lot of the, uh, recent shows he's worked on, uh, where was it? I'd seen an arrow and legends of tomorrow. So he, uh, he also is co-writer of the, of the Green Lantern film with Ryan Reynolds. So take that with a grain of salt, but hopefully, you know, kind of knowing what he's done with Arrow and how, how beloved that show is, hopefully people will, um, you know, really, really like this show. Now they've also, uh, you know, if you look just HBO Max, just bringing all the DC to the table. I mean, they got Doom Patrol. Uh, I guess they are now working on Titans as well. Harley Quinn is there. Uh, there's some other DC shows like Justice League Dark and Strange Adventures. So there's a lot of DC stuff coming to HBO Max. Of course, DC Universe with kind of the whole overhaul and their focus more on comics and getting rid of these TV shows. I think it's great HBO Max kind of picking up the reins and uh, bringing those shows to that service. That's great. Now, finally today, we did get the first trailer for, man, something that is just awesome that it is coming, and that is Animaniacs. That's right, the new season new i guess we can call it a series it's not really a reboot because it is just supposedly picking up right where it left off is animaniacs it is set to launch on november 20th that's only just a few days actually after the 22nd anniversary of the show and the trailer is great kind of makes it like a jurassic park uh spinoff so it's showing that the show is still going to be very just filled with these pop culture references. Uh, Steven Spielberg is in the, the teaser, which if you remember, he is one of the co-creators of the show. Uh, I love it. I think it's great. The style looks just like it should be. Um, supposedly, the original cast is all coming back as well. Um, I guess Jesse Harnell, who is the voice of Wacko, he said this. He says, uh, what's funny is funny. I once met Frizz Freeling, who's one of the original Mario... Or oh, Mario... Warner Brothers Legends, and I asked, what do you think was the secret to those cartoons lasting as long as he did? And he's, he's referencing to, like, the old Bugs Bunny cartoons and that. And he said it's two things. Number one, they were funny. And number two, we didn't make them for kids. We made them for adults as well. So that, I think, is pretty much it. That, you know, this show is being made for everyone. And supposedly, Steven Spielberg even said, he's like, if we're going to make the show, we have to bring back that core cast. And here's here's what Spielberg, here's what, um, uh, somebody said they said from the beginning Mr. Spielberg said oh no 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 this isn't about getting as brain say Peter Dinklage to be the brain and Russell Brand to be pinky the king of Hollywood says if we do this it's with Tress Jess Maurice and Rob that's not a small thing and by the way Mr. Spielberg went to every pitch himself so sure they could have got an all-star cast and brought in like a Peter Dinklage or a Russell Brand to come in and play these other characters these beloved characters but Steven Spielberg said no if we're going to bring them back, 
we're going to do it right. I mean, that would be just like canceling The Simpsons and bringing them back, you know, a few years later with a whole new voice cast. Like, you just, you can't do that. I mean, you know, when characters on The Simpsons have passed away or actors, they've kind of wrote those characters out of the show because there's just something about those voices that you just can't. Like, have you ever tried to watch, like, The Simpsons in Spanish or French? Sure, I know I, that sounds silly and you don't know what they're saying, but when you hear those other voices, it's like, no, that's not them. That's not how they sound. I remember we had a uh, German foreign exchange student that stayed with me here um, in my senior year of high school, and that was one of the things he laughed at. He was like, when he heard Homer's voice on our Simpsons, he's like, that is not what I thought or what I know Homer's voice to sound like. Like, it is completely different. And so I think that would be kind of the same way here with the Animaniacs, is that it would just be not their voices. And, you know, for characters that are so beloved, it's just, you can't do that now. I mean, even right now, that's kind of happening with the Muppets. If you're watching Muppets now, and I mean, the voice of Kermit obviously has been different for years, but even still to this day, even if I go back and watch like Muppets Christmas Carol, which, you know, came out years ago, my Kermit is Jim Henson's Kermit, you know? And, And when you hear that other voice, it still sounds odd to me this many years later. It's weird, but it just... Just kind of the way it is. Like, I don't really know how else to explain it. So, uh, I can't wait for that, man. November 20th, Animaniacs. It's going to be great. Going to be great. Can't wait to see it. So, that's going to do it for me today, guys. Thank you so much, as always, for tuning into the show. Be back at it again tomorrow. Uh, lots happening here, obviously. We're, we're about a month away. Actually, we are literally a month away. We're 28 days away from, or I guess 29 days, because we got 31 days in the month, from the Xbox Series X and Series S. We're a month away from the PlayStation 5. We got a month till there. Who knows what what new things are going to come out. I mean, it's been great to see all these people getting their Series X early um, and putting up those load times just look ridiculous. Sony decided to put out a massive teardown video of the PlayStation 5, which was kind of silly. I mean, I'd rather see the the thing in action, but they just wanted to show you what the guts of this thing look like. Um, getting excited, man. I'm really getting, looking forward to playing Miles. Like that's really kind of where I've been right now is my head's been just really excited to play Miles Morales. Now, I mean, the good thing again, if you're not getting a PlayStation 5, you'll be able to play it on PS4. Um, you know, the, the original Spider-Man game, like I've said, is just one of my favorite games of all time. And I cannot wait to continue that series. But uh, again, that's going to do it for me. Don't forget, you can follow me on Twitter at Mark Turk, M-A-R-K-T-U-R-C. Of course, you can email the show, theenthuselife at gmail.com. And if you enjoyed that Patreon episode, I ran out to you guys last Friday. Big thanks as always to our patrons for continuing to support the show. And if you would like to be one of those patrons, you can find that link down in the show notes below. Get access to being on that show as well as get access to it early and get exclusive access to our Enthusiast Life discord so uh, you can find all that info down in the show notes and of course big thanks to gamergoo for continuing to support the show remember if you buy some gamergoo on amazon right now today as this is coming out on the 12th you get a 10 dollars voucher for amazon prime day so be sure to check that out as well so until tomorrow everybody thank you here as always for tuning in and until next time we'll catch you later